1: Greetings, listeners of the Dark Myths podcast. We're back again in this sixth edition of our show, and we are with Bo Capri Vetch, I hope I pronounced it right, from the Mythology podcast. Hey, what's up? Well, uh, I hope it's not communism. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this is Bo Caprice, and I hope that we'll be having a nice conversation tonight, also, what I like to mention straight uh, up front is that if you listen to this show, you should go and visit SageRack.com. Beau produces magnificent clothing. He sells it there in his podcasting line, and I have bought a t-shirt for my fiance. I think it, she might even be wife by the time you're listening to this podcast. Um, but yeah, his clothing line is excellent. His podcast is just glorious. And we are happy to have him here on the Dark Myths podcast. And I'm your host, Christop Andresos. Greetings, Bo or Capri, or uh, how would you like to be called? Because I have no idea. You have such a French-sounding name.
0: Uh, <laughs> just Bo is fine. Hey, what's
1: up? Well, we are here to discuss uh, all of Dark Myths-related things. So let's just start out with the obvious fact. How do you feel about all of this Dark Myths podcasting group?
0: Um, pretty good. I think. Haven't really listened to all of the Dark Myth shows yet, but I'm working on it, and so far everything I've heard has been great. So
1: there's a lot of (laughs) us now, man. It's kind of hard to listen to all of this. Yeah, but yeah. Tell us about the podcast on mythology. Uh, Tell us how did you come up with this idea? What's how did you how did you start with this, and what's what's your project all about?
0: Well, um, I've always kind of been into like political theory and sort of learning about history and how stuff came to be the way it is and i guess i just sort of kept tracing the history of stuff back further and further and eventually just got interested in mythology um and so when I started the Mythology Podcast, I did not really have much of a plan, um, and it's just kind of grown into what it is today, so that's pretty cool, um, but it's a lot of fun to sort of pick like a specific topic and do a bunch of research and just focus on that thing for each episode and get in-depth on stuff.
1: Yeah, because uh, we have been talking a lot about hobbies here. And I have noticed that a lot of us are geeks of some sort on dark myths. I mean, we have Aubrey, oh, yeah, who's totally, totally into uh, comics. He's a writer for comics and into wrestling. And Jordan Bonaparte is a horror movie fan. What's your thing? Besides mythology, because um, I grew up reading Greek mythology books for one. I could name you all the gods right now. <laughs> so uh, what, what's your thing besides <laughs> totally. mythology? What, what, do you, what do you do?
0: Um, I I have a couple things. Um, Definitely, I am a big music nerd, in addition to mythology stuff. And I guess I'm also kind of like a a political theory nerd, like philosophy kind of things. And I also live on a farm. So I'm kind of like a, I wouldn't say a farm nerd, but I definitely know a fair amount about that kind of stuff. Um, And that's sort of another oh. hobby.
1: Oh, you you live in a farm. That's, that's great. Um, I live in the most remote town in Latvia, twenty kilometers from Russian border. Wow. My dad lives on a farm now. Cool. Well, kind of. He lives on the countryside. Uh, wh- wh- where where are you from? What's but yeah, what's what's your, what's your kind of where were you born? What's your story? Where do you live in?
0: Um, well, I've lived a bunch of different places. I was born in New York, and now I live in Washington State. And I live in a super... New
1: York, so, so New York and then you moved to a farm? Wow, that's a big trip, man.
0: Well, it was, you know, like 30 years later. So a lot of stuff happened between birth and moving to a farm. But yeah, um, so now I live in Washington in a very small town way out in the middle of the country. Um, I actually live right in between three active volcanoes. So that's kind of cool. Um, wow!
1: Yeah, you're you're 30 something. Well, I thought you were much. Young. I thought you were much younger. By the way,
0: no, I'm 31.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 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 turning 27 this year. It's um, uh, it's a hard trip from 20 something to to turning 30. I can I I can relate. I'm I'm not feeling easy right now myself.
0: Yeah, it, but it gets yeah, a lot
1: harder. <laughs> how how is it how is it like on the farm?
0: Um, it's pretty great. I mean, I'm super busy all the time, but uh, I like living out in the middle of nowhere, and you know, have like animals and stuff like that, garden and raise peacocks.
1: Oh wow, you raise peacocks? Yep. <laughs> you should. Th- you should team up with uh, our our own Glenn from Lesser Bonaparte. He uh, and from and Ryan from uh, Rumor Flies because uh, those those guys are into kind of a uh, Peppers, they they grow peppers.
0: Oh, that's cool! I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of uh, weird. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Of, of, of what what's what's your like next episode is gonna be about? Uh, my what, next episode. Your, what, what, where, where do you plan to go with your show, and what's your next episode, and what's the theme, and what people that you know we are being listened right now by the Dark Myths fans in general? They might have not heard of your show. So feel free to advertise. This is our group's podcast.
0: Okay. Um, So my next episode, the one that I'm working on right now, is all about um, Haiti and voodoo. Um, So that's going to be really interesting. It's going to talk about, like, the history of Haiti and then also the voodoo religion and hopefully sort of... I don't know, break up some of the sort of like stereotypes about voodoo being black magic or this like super sort of dark, evil religion, because it's kind of got a long and interesting history of how that perception came about. So I'm going to talk about that. Um, And then every episode I do kind of focuses on like a different theme. And I'm sort of trying right now to just like cover stuff that i haven't already talked about so the next few episodes are all going to be sort of like new places or new concepts that i haven't gotten into yet and i'm also trying to sort of move the show a little bit into a more uh history oriented vibe for some episodes um like a lot of the earlier episodes were primarily just talking about like folk tales and myths um And I definitely want to keep that aspect, but I think it's also important to look at some of the historical context for those things. So I'm beginning a little bit more into that as the show progresses. Um, And hopefully this winter, I'm going to be traveling to Southeast Asia and the Philippines. And I want to sort of do some special episodes while I'm there that cover... Those areas and get more in depth with like the mythology and history of those places. So that's sort of my six month plan right now, which is about as far ahead as I've thought.
1: Well, man, that's that's one crazy life. From New York to Washington, and then you're traveling to Southeast Asia. Yeah, be crazy. Um, yeah, what's 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 your crazy story? I mean, um, we all have some. Because I try to collect these like a bit of a personal knowledge. Because um, you know, Jordan Bonaparte has met the guy who actually played uh, played Voorhees on Friday the Thirteenth. Uh
0: huh.
1: He's my go-to. He's my go-to example. Because I was practicing. That was the first episode, first recorded episode. So, uh, do you have anything fun that has happened to you?
0: Which might Um, be interesting
1: to our listeners.
0: Let's see. Um, In terms of crazy stories, like I probably have a lot of them. In terms of stuff related specifically to my podcast, not so much. But um, I can tell you a pretty good story um, that happened. I guess I was in my early 20s. And my friend and I ended up um, deciding we were going to go to france to travel and we bought our tickets and then we basically had like no plans about what we were going to do when we got there anything like that and so um we ended up at this gay bar in oakland california like the night before we were leaving and we were just sort of like wow we're leaving tomorrow this is going to be so crazy And this lady came up to us and she uh, was wearing this like full pirate costume with like an eye patch and like pirate hat and all this stuff. And she's talking in a pirate voice and she's like, argh, Métis, like, you know, what are you doing here? Um, So we ended up hanging out with her all night and we went back to her house where she Busted out her accordion and started, like, serenading us with these pirate Wait a minute. Shanties. Accordion? Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow, man.
0: Yeah. Her house is just, like, this mansion. And, well, maybe not a mansion, but it was, like, pretty big. But it was just full of, like, dusty old furniture and, like, really weird costumes and all this, like, crazy stuff. Uh, and it, it was kind of, like, unclear if it was even actually her house. It was just very weird, Um, but pretty cool. So yeah, she had her accordion out and she's like singing us these pirate songs. And then like, you know, we kind of told her like, well, we have to go because we're, you know, we're leaving for France in the morning and it's like four in the morning now. And she's like, oh, you're going to France? Like, hold on one second. And she makes a phone call, writes down this address on a piece of paper and is like, here, you can stay at my my like penthouse suite in paris when you get there and we're like yeah okay like you know pretty skeptical um but so we got there and we were like well let's try this and so we go and there's like these people waiting for us and they escort us up into this like baller pimp suite that apparently belongs to this weird pirate lady and yeah we stayed there for like a couple of weeks and it was pretty cool um, so that, I guess that's a good weird story for you. What?
1: <laughs> yeah. What the hell?
0: <laughs> totally.
1: That is, that is one of the most interesting things I've, 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 heard, like in general. Wow. Like really lucky.
0: Yeah. Super fortunate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I still don't know what oh, to yeah. make of that experience, but it's definitely something I'll never forget.
1: Wow. But yeah. You talk to... You you enjoy music a lot. Well, most of us do, but, for example, Jordan Harbour is a huge fan of classical music. I, myself, am a metalhead. Go, Dragon Force. (laughs) Probably the only one on the whole planet who loves Dragon Force.
0: Probably. Uh, What do you listen to? Um, I like a lot of... Oh,
1: thanks. Thanks, (laughs) (laughs) man.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm, like, a huge uh, pop music fan, actually. Like, I love Beyonce and stuff like that. And I also like a lot of, like, world music i guess um and i also make music
1: yeah you could talk with alice about that you make music <laughs> well great uh yeah we have a lot of actually musicians on this one you should we should make a band or something i i wouldn't be in it i could like manage you guys maybe but uh <laughs> glenn Glenn plays guitar. Daniel, who also used to be a lesser Bonaparte, he's a bass. My dad used to be a bass in opera for 20 years and also run a punk rock band. So what what do you play? Awesome. Can we make a Dark Myths band with you? Um, I don't
0: know if I have time for that right now, but if you guys, you know, organize it, maybe. Um, I make a lot of, like, electronic music. Like, I make beats and, um, yeah, mostly electronic stuff. I play the piano, too. And
1: wait a minute why did why did why do you ask jordan bonaparte to make soundtrack for this Bo, make a new soundtrack for this show. <laughs> <laughs> we are abusing you we know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i have time this is for this yet. is this is uh, don't don't worry man don't worry <laughs> this is this is this is the dark myths podcast this is where we can can get embarrassing and 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 um We can get embarrassing and talk nonsense, because, you know what, I I probably think only hardcore fans are listening to this show anyways. And that's probably true, yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I could try, I guess, to make a a theme song.
1: If you have the time, then, yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, dear listeners, if we will have a new theme song, then you will know, it's Boca Privac from the Mythology podcast, which you should totally listen to, if you don't already, and I'm actually surprised that if you don't. (laughs) it's kind of crazy also yeah a a recurring theme um if you have any advice to new podcasters to these guys who are just starting out what would you tell them because you know we are all kind of more or less established already yeah but Um, but what would you tell the new podcasters
0: well it kind of seems like podcasting is really picking up and like a ton of people are starting podcasts right now which is awesome but i guess my advice would be to like emphasize quality and produce something good you know like don't just record you know like your thoughts about some tv show or something there's already hundreds and hundreds of people doing that and you know take the time to do your research and put together something that sounds good and provides good content and something that you don't mind talking about over and over again and have a bunch of different stuff, topics to talk about, I guess. But I guess that's my advice is make it good.
1: Well, how much do you research your show? I mean, the um, episode takes its time, but, but what's the time you spend on research?
0: It kind of varies like from episode to episode, but definitely like a pretty good, solid amount of my free time goes into researching and preparing for the podcast like definitely multiple hours per episode is spent researching and um that's something i enjoy doing so like it's it's fun and it's cool but yeah it's definitely a lot of work
1: but yeah then again we we are growing these days by the numbers but i don't know the, the worst thing seems to me those um Those people who like go on Kickstarter and make up, make their Kickstarters even before they have produced a single episode to show themselves off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I, I, I personally don't like that. I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about it?
0: I mean, I think that if somebody, you know, has a great idea and they want to raise money for it, then like, whatever, that's awesome. Like, sure. I guess the thing that like rubs me the wrong way is just like people. that make podcasts just to sort of say that they, they have a podcast or something and don't really focus on providing good content or, you know, it's just like not well produced and doesn't provide any value to me as a listener, I guess it's kind of like, why would you bother? But, um, you know, I think it's a case Hashtag by case. lore thing. beef. <laughs> no, I think lore is dope. Um, I think that's a great show.
1: Wait, wait. We're, we're supposed we're supposed to not like lore. Oh, really? I'm on lesser bonaparts now. I'm I'm supposed to. <laughs> le, I'm a lesser bonaparts now, and uh, we're, we're supposed to not like lore.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, well, no, I mean, I don't, no, no, no. It's think...
1: okay, man. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> we take it in a funny way, because because uh, Glenn uh, Glenn and Danielle had a personal beef with them because they they hate ad advertisement on their shows a lot. Oh, okay, and. And 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 they see lore as the epitome of that.
0: Right, that makes sense.
1: And we have a better show on the Arkmas, ladies and gentlemen, than lore. We have Astonishing Legends and Mythology podcast here, and uh and the nighttime podcast and Strange Matters. Why would you listen to lore? <laughs> Our shows are better researched, <laughs> okay, better produced and that. just greater. <laughs>
0: yeah I would definitely like agree with that, but I, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with like advertising either. I mean, I just started doing advertising on my show, and I mean right now it's like it costs me money to put my show out, and if I can make a couple extra bucks by doing it, then like I'm not opposed to that at all
1: so yeah, another thing which is a common thing which I uh specifically ask nobody to spoil is that um if you've a message. For Dark Myths Podcast Collective, as a general, for all of our shows, what would that be? You, you, you're free to tell us. That'll be also fun when you listen to the other shows, because I'm pretty sure ninety percent of our audience is going to be either Dark Dark Myths hardcore fans or your fellow podcasters. So, uh, what do you want to tell us?
0: Um, I don't know. I keep keep doing what you're doing. I guess <laughs> I don't really have a. Uh, I don't really have something that I feel called to say in that department
1: oh no worries as soon as everyone hears that you have a farm they're all gonna just uh, charge take a bus or a plane or something and then travel to visit you man
0: <laughs> you're doomed now Uh well yeah anybody's welcome it's pretty far out in the middle of nowhere
1: Oh yeah, it seems kind of. I, I I can get that feeling like uh, when I when I go outside from my home, I can see raccoons and foxes digging through my trash. Yeah. It only it used to be only only foxes, but now it's also raccoons.
0: The foxes are a lot cuter.
1: <laughs> are you into all of this new Pokemon Go thing? Because I don't know, maybe maybe there are some Pokemon's right around your farm.
0: No, I I definitely am not into that at all. Um I really don't even like understand it at all, um which is fine. But I did see this is pretty funny. Like I was on the highway a couple days ago and there's like this giant billboard that says don't pokemon and drive, like warning people not to
1: Wait a minute, that's a real billboard. I thought it was photoshopped. <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, somebody actually told me that was on the highway and I haven't actually seen it, so maybe cut that out if it is Photoshopped.
1: I'll, I'll look into that, no problems, man. But, but yeah, uh, so what's, what, what's the coolest new pop song that you would recommend our listeners to listen to lately? Uh, like what's the, what's the newest thing that you like? The newest thing that I
0: like, let's see... Um, I don't know. I don't have an immediate answer for that right now off the top of my head. Um, I guess lately I've kind of been listening to like older, like 90s oh, don't worry. and stuff, yeah. so.
1: Well, if anything pops into your head, feel free to recommend. Okay, I will. And uh, also, if if you would, to, would be to recommend any other Dark Myths show besides yours, you can't recommend yours and you can't recommend mine. Okay. Because, uh... I'll be honest to you listeners, ladies and gentlemen, I have cut out so many recommendations of my own show from, from this podcast because those people whom I interview suddenly feel a terrible interest of recommending my show, that I feel awkward because I'm just a journalist here on the Dark Myths podcast. Uh, so, Bo, recommend something that is not the Eastern Border or the Mythology podcast, please.
0: Okay, I like the... Uh, no, the or Lesser Bonaparte's. Way.
1: No Lesser Bonaparte recommendations either.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I I would recommend the Iroquois
1: okay, go on. history.
0: Sorry. Oh, sorry, uh, the Iroquois history and legends podcast. Um, I've been enjoying that one a lot.
1: I haven't even contacted that that guy or gal. I don't know. Uh, I think it's <laughs> but, two guys. But, but I haven't really listened to it. I have heard only good reviews about it because I don't have much time to listen to podcasts these days.
0: Yeah, I've only listened to the first maybe like three or four episodes of that one, but I I think it's pretty cool. So yeah, I'd recommend it.
1: Wow. Well, what what's your favorite mythological, by the way, uh, thing? You know, what's what's your mythology? Because I like Greek Greek and Roman gods the most, like all that stuff, and of course Vikings. Right. I suppose Greeks and Vikings take take my top of the list there, but. uh, because, because they're, they're, even though they're widely known, like Vikings are related to what we have over here uh-huh. in Europe and, and, and there. So Viking stuff is what we share with them. Our, our own mythology is, is extremely similar to the Viking one. And Greeks and Romans, like all of those gods have just influenced society so much that I just enjoy them a lot. But what's, what's your thing? What's, what's your favorite subject that you have explored so far?
0: Um, I'm pretty into, I mean, I like a bunch of different stuff, obviously, but, um, I definitely really like Indian mythology, like Hinduism, um, just how dense that stuff is. And, um, yeah, that's definitely one of the areas that I've spent a lot of time studying and I'm really into
1: yeah, but why? Because uh, we are on the Lesser Bonaparte right now doing the Indian Raj um, show. Uh-huh. And we were looking into this stuff and you know what? When, when we see the Kali worshippers doing like ritual killings of people, we're like, guys, what? And the, the burning of, of like, if you're a widow and your husband dies, you have to burn yourself too. Right. There, are some, there are some really creepy elements there.
0: Well, I did. Um, I, I, I actually know. did an episode. Because uh, maybe,
1: maybe, maybe educate me, because I, I don't, I haven't listened to that episode then. But uh, give me a quick, quick thing about all this Indian mythology then, because okay. like, well, educate all, me. Why isn't it scary and terrible?
0: <laughs> um, well, first of all, I did a whole episode on Kali, which I think you should definitely listen to, because basically something that I go over in that episode is that a lot of the perception specifically of Kali and Kali worship is kind of based on this misinterpretation that came from the Raj and from the British kind of seeing stuff and not understanding it and equating it with like devil worship and that was perpetuated into a lot of these like pretty wild analyses that aren't necessarily accurate Um, and also in the like broad scope of things Kali is actually a pretty recent deity in the Hindu pantheon and you know it's, it's one of the oldest religions in the world and there's literally hundreds of other gods and goddesses and the you know the mythological texts like the Ramayana and the Mahabharata are super dense like full of really amazing stories and they're oh, very... yeah, i've
1: re- i've read Mahab- I've read the Mahabharata uh, and and I'm reading that one I read it when I was like a kid, and like there are totally nukes and uFOs in there man yeah I know. You, you just can't say that there aren't uFOs and nukes in there.
0: Yeah, there's some really, yeah, interesting, you know, flying machines and, like, supernatural weapons and all that kind of stuff. Um, So, I mean, of course, that's awesome. Um, And then there's definitely also, like, a poetry to it that I think is really beautiful and the way that it looks at, you know, cycles of life and different sort of life lessons and things like that um, are i think you know it's a really beautiful way of looking at the world and understanding those things so i guess that element appeals to me as well as like the supernatural awesome stuff
1: yeah that's 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 amazing and and i really appreciate all that even though it's like a world away from both of us just in different directions i suppose yeah but yeah another mandatory question um what do you know about eastern europe (laughs) that that comes from me personally and i'm And, you know what, I I was tasked with doing this show, so I get to input my little things in there. What do you know about the Soviet Union, comrade?
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Honestly, in terms of, like, more contemporary history, probably not as much as I should. Um, In terms of, like, mythology and folklore stuff, like, I know a fair amount about you know Slavic folklore and stuff like that and in terms of eastern europe i guess wow
1: well, man my what what's your favorite slavic character i mean
0: oh hands down baba yaga for sure is my favorite she's one of my oh yeah i wanted to say characters. baba yaga yeah she's she's, she's, she's amazing. amazing totally um yeah she's definitely one of my all time favorite sort of like folkloric characters also
1: kaschei the immortal
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Kostya, the immortal is pretty nice too. Totally. You're you're reading into our culture basically when you're doing your show and you're putting in a lot of work and an effort to understand what my people, a lot of them, really thought and felt, and that's just amazing. I want to give you a personal compliment on this one.
0: Oh, thank you. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I I t- worry about that a little bit. Like, I don't want to come across as being appropriative, and that's why I try to keep it fairly objective in terms of like looking at the Oh, come on. You're
1: you're introducing my culture to other people.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think that is really valuable in some cases, but I also don't want to like speak for your culture since obviously I'm, you know, not from there. So that's definitely been a challenge with me with my show is like, how can I present stuff without feeling like I'm, you know, speaking for a culture that I'm not a part of, or whatever. Um,
1: but <clears throat> I will not put on. I will not put on my thick Russian accent. You do not worry about this when you speak about the Eastern Europe and the Soviet bloc. <laughs> we, we had, sir. We have survived the Soviet Union. Really? Any talk about this? We can survive your podcast too. <laughs> Even though it's really great. And uh, like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you still haven't listened to this. Uh, This man puts a lot of effort in researching his stuff and is really considerate about the local views on this stuff. So I know that when he will do something about Eastern Europe, he will take into consideration how we feel about it. And he puts in a lot of effort to make it right. So go listen to it. Go listen to it now. And yeah, another question. Okay, Because that's my job, to ask a lot of questions. What's the scariest story that you can tell us?
0: Oh, like man. you have,
1: you you must have a scary, scary myth or legend over there. Hey, man, you're a podcaster. I'm gonna torture you.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, it's my job. You know there are, there are a lot of scary ones. Um, I think, jeez. Uh, there's um, a couple stories about like vagina dentata, like vaginas with teeth, that I think are pretty scary. Um,
1: <laughs> go on, go on. Well, this okay. podcast is yeah. This this podcast is 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 not one of those uh, PG thirteen ones. Well, not at is. least by now, and not because of my fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is pretty PG thirteen, but um, you know, those are some some scary stories like. And then there's also, you know, I mean, ghosts and stuff like that obviously are pretty scary. Um, To me, I think probably the scariest are some of the Japanese yokai, um, which are like the Japanese ghosts. And, you know, there's hundreds of them and some of them are pretty harmless and then some of them are like pretty scary Um, like there's one that's just like a person with no facial features like they just have like a blank face like a no face Um, and I find that super scary personally Um, and
1: well I found I I know quite a bit about Japanese culture but I just I, I know quite a lot about kami but yokai well you know yeah, and that No Face one is is kind of creepy because the Japanese also have their suicide forest with the dolls inside of that. Have you looked at that?
0: Yeah, I have. Um, I don't know a ton about that, um, but I I definitely have sort of read a brief overview, um, but I don't know enough to like really talk about it, I guess.
1: <laughs> oh, don't be scared. Um, Is is just there anything you would like to tell to our listeners and the potential listeners to your show? Um, Why would people listen to your show and why would people love Dark Myths? To those, I don't know, maybe, uh, like I say, three guys who don't listen to us yet. Um,
0: Well, I guess for my show, I would say if you like learning about history and mythology and folklore, then you should check it out. And for Dark Myths, I guess if you like learning about the darker aspects of myth and history or the darker themes of life then you should check that out
1: well yeah uh, and that's been this episode of the dark myths podcast thank you for listening and see you next time on the show uh bo do you have any final words uh nope i think that sums it up Oh, come on. Tell us a joke or something. I just can't let you go just just that easily.
0: <laughs> All right. What's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean?
1: What's a garbanzo bean? <laughs> All right.
0: Never, <laughs> mind. Know, never mind. I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to tell that joke anyways. Um, okay. No, I don't know any jokes.
1: Bo is a serious man. I am very serious. <laughs> no, no. Don't worry, man. It's going to be fine. I mean, the, the people who listen to us... People who listen to us are most likely prepared for this anyways. So, yeah, thank you for listening to the Dark Myths Podcast. <laughs> uh, and see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better?
0: Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mmm!